Hello everybody, and welcome back to part two of our review of What's Danny up? Brown's album, You Know What I'm Saying? And that's uh, that's actually the name of the album, You Know What I'm Saying? I don't know if I'm supposed to say it with that accent, but I just feel like it's that's the accent I just picture when I hear that. Um, anyway, my name is Holden Stefan Roy. My name. Joining me today is the second hottest guy in the call center. He got dethroned. A new Hawkeye got hired today. We got the phone call. It's over. Chris is the second hottest guy in the uh, call center. Uh, I don't go back to work until Monday, so I'm going to figure that out. I remember the phone call you got when you were dethroned because we tweeted it out and, you know, got some love and some girls called Chris. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but number two. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know anyway, about that. If you my know name is Chris Chrome, guys. What we're talking about, you can check out part one of this very review of Danny Brown's album, You Know What I'm Saying, where we talked about the first five tracks, including Dirty Laundry and I say that because my laundry is now clean and put away. When the girlfriend gets home, she'll be happy with me. And on that note, we still have six tracks to get through as we go through the remainder of this album. Track by track, the amateurs that we are looking forward to seeing your comments and a little fearful that y'all may be some savage nomads. So I saw the movie Bodied, which features lots of battle rapping and stuff. And one of the cool lines in that movie is when he's battling the rapper EXO and he goes, XO's XO. And then here we come with uh, with uh, Danny oh. Brown. And he goes, might sniff on the weekend and sip on some EXO because on the weekend, that's a, that's a guy from Canada and he does very well on the charts. Yep. And he, he's affiliated with the EXO group. I think that's his thing. I know it is his thing. But I wanted to be like vague. And, uh, you know, back up in this bitch like I fucked my exo because after doing some exo, which could also be some mollies or whatever, you get a little high and you fuck your exo. Very clever lyrics. I mean, I like the beat of this. It's got a cool vibe to it where I feel like it stands out on this album in a way where it's got a little more distinction. It's more, I feel like it's more dark, trappier, aggressive. And even like just the way he like starts the track off, fuck school, stole the scales out of the chemistry class and made it all come back like memory lapse. That's so dope. Memory lapse, you know, you remember all the stuff that was missing for a second. And when he stole the scales, he flipped his stuff and made the money. But I like the fact that he's still like, he's still keeping on tone with this album, reflecting back in that other era, kind of describing a little bit. It's almost like this album is maybe explaining how he got to the more crazier parts of his life that maybe people were seeing a few years back. And, mm. and I think that's really cool of him. And uh, he goes in with this very like hard hitting flow, and again, it's just like line for line with a calmer, slower pace. You know, a weatherman it be, I predict the forecast, shower any beat with the dirtiest vocab. This was the 70s, I'd be a savage nomad, shirtless with a vest, staying warm by burning trash. And if I'm not mistaken, the Savage Nomads were one of the gangs back in the day. And that would have been something that was happening. You would have had no shirt on as you were in your vest, you know. Right. And you would have been by the garbage can. I'm almost picturing, like, the Warriors and whatnot, right? I was just thinking that. And uh, the way he just showers beats with the dirtiest vocab, like, sleeping with, you know, giant ladies slash cocaine, however you want to look at that song. And I just, I just really like, you know, who you think you're dealing with. My resume is kill a bitch. Dealt with so much pain that I don't know what 
what the feeling is. The I'm Savage right. Nomads were a mostly Puerto Rican and African-American street gang started in the South area of the Bronx, New York during the late 1960s, gaining popularity in the 1970s. The gang was involved in a number of running battles with rival gangs Seven Immortals, Savage Skulls, and the Dirty Dozen. The Savage Nomads were alleged to be involved in numerous small crimes. Like Thank you, Wikipedia. Um, anyway. Yes, Wikipedia. I just I feel like it's got this cool thing and then you know so we get this like situation where he's gone through so much shit or even just the bluntness of a line like been through so many raids we treat that shit like it's a fire drill like the cops showing up and shit is nothing to them I know a fire drill is like I remember when we'd go outside and stand in the cold as we went through the fire drill in the winter I never gave a fuck that was me I did not have to be in <clears throat> class but then to go mayday mayday sound the alarm woo and you know have it almost be like the police and the fire drill the like alarm. it's actually happening Right. it's pretty cool it's it's pretty like I, I just i think it's really i think he's able to paint pictures in a way that is truly distinct i really and, like how it fits in with all his like the way he's sporadic with his like the way he paints his pictures sporadically and like giving all these effects to the verses is really super dope the way it connects with his like sporadic personality and everything and then i love how he just ends the verse with and if any other person got a problem with me i'll pull up on their playground at a quarter to three motherfucker because it's like that's what you would do back in the school is, yo, quarter to three, school's out. Me, you up. bike racks, be there, yeah. be square. Or, but then it ends up with that motherfucker, like that pettiness, the extra little punch to it. Right. And then it's just laughing for a little bit over the beat. Then you get the second verse. Check who you think you But do. hold on, hold on. Uh, just to comment on the laughing, it does set up this like cynical maniacal type of feel like he's literally kind of lost his rocker in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it really does have a good effect on the song uh, in terms of like contextualizing, I think, where we're at in his in, 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 in the album, where we are uh, for himself. Because even when he starts the second verse and he goes, who you think you're dealing with, the flow Chinese arithmetic, tripping if you get real nasty like black licorice. That's sick that he brings up Chinese arithmetic like that because that's a fucking sick track. Right. I don't know if you remember it, like from that, uh, what is it, Eric B and Rakim? Yep. Or, yeah, and just that instrumental was slick. Anyway, go on. Well, no, I was just saying like he's he's coming in, but the way that he the way that he does the the, the way that he presents it is kind of cuckoo in a sense. Like it's kind of not like he he doesn't sound like he's fully there. He kind of sounds like he's kind of raging. He kind of sounds like he's maybe intoxicated or maybe just gone manic like it it's, it really does the, the laughing interlude really does set up the context of the second verse can we just I find think. out how good a lyric i ignore a whore like an email from linkedin is because like saw that. on the real i ignore so many emails from linkedin that i i related to that i related to that so hard and then the fact that he has women showing up in his life with that level of frequency is pretty cool and I like how it goes, it's quite simple. I'm mental all over instrumentals. Detrimental to health lyrics is quintessential. Ooh. Fuck around, A, make the money. Uh, make the make the money. I'll whip your head and gotta wrap it up like you was hit. Anyway. It rhymes because it's A and money. And then he goes yeah. nay with the ad lib, so it's cool. And then I'll whip like your that. head because it's like I'll whip your head in the shape of a nay nay or whatever. Yeah. It kind of made me think of that. Um, but just the fact that he, the way he hits his flow is like a quintessential something to destroying, like to keeping his sanity or whatever, is kind of what I felt from that. I just, I just really liked where he's coming from on this one. I thought it really followed suit with the, everything we've heard so far. But because it had such a different vibe and energy to it, and it's at the middle of the album, I feel, 
album. So I feel like if we want to do the Chris Chrome thing and look at the story, the whole first part of this album has been kind of exploring the darker parts of his life. You know, you get to Belly of the Beast where it's almost like the most depraved part of it so far. And so he's lashing out as a savage nomad. He's depraved. He's manic. He's ready to go. And then, you know, maybe things start to pick up a little bit as the rest of the album starts to flow on so i thought it was really cool you placed that right in the middle and i'm giving this another 4.5 i think it's really great i gave the song a 4.3 i do agree with you um i think that we're kind of seeing this like little change now that's it's, it's kind of like the middle of the album and things kind of seem to be taking a difference even with the title of the next track i feel like this this song needed to kind of happen in regards to the story that we've been getting so 4.3 on 5 Fair enough. I think we can move it on though and talk about how the real reals, we all live in our best lives. Alright Chris, what do you think of this beat and this whole situation? So, this song kind of kind of makes me feel like he's expressing uh, why he's living the life he lives in, the, in, in terms of where he comes from. So, he starts off the first verse, uh, come from the sewer where hot dogs get boiled right. Up in the same pot, uh, uncooked the rock. It's just when he said hot dogs got boiled, I had a lot of memories of boiled hot dogs, and they're not that good to me, personally. Do you guys like boiled hot dogs? I I never do it again, honestly. I I don't think I I just I'll I'll bake them. You know, you can barbecue them. I mean, I don't even really want hot dogs anymore, but boiled hot dogs just like brings me back to like poor. (laughs) Um, right up in the same pot, uncooked the rock. Which when, is crazy. You're boiling the hot dogs, which is what you're feeding your kids and shit, in, in a the sense. same pot that you're cooking up crack. Oh, that's okay. poor, you know? Went from flipping on mats to flipping them sacks. Hide and seek, send spots out, spots to out on. We'll see crack facts. We sell crack facts. We sell crack facts, my bad. Uh, so, so far, we're still kind of keeping that same consistency of where he comes from and what he's been... And, and what he kind of had to do, I guess, to... Um, get to where he is today uh you know war on drug was a chess game was a pawn guns drawn on my front lawn that was some cool no that's really cool because it points out like how the entire era of the war on drugs is like a macro level chess game but when you come down to his level they're just pawns they're just nothing they're disposable people the drugs and uh the, the people dealing the people in the hood are just perceived as disposable by the system that imposed the war on drugs um just a young homie st- staring down the corner checking on the hustlers with the latest kicks on him no a homie want uh no a homie want mama ain't got it fucking up the school lying what she know about it now i kind of like that because that's our that's also i feel like that's a little bit more uh of deeper into his into his life in terms of like it wasn't just my upbringing or my atmosphere as so much it was also my um curiosity to the people outside like you're really kind of getting like he was he was wanting to know what these guys were doing on the corner he wanted to see what was going on he wanted the newer fashion because i guess maybe he didn't have it um but these are the type of guys he in a way kind of like idolized which was cool uh i just want a young uh i just want a young homie know what i was headed for jumped off the porch really i wasn't ready for it now i like that jumped off the porch uh just because um it's kind of like i know that the the whole like racial the racial slur with the whole porch concept um i like how he's kind of like taking that back and like i'm i'm not like that won't affect me no more like i'm getting off this i'm gonna go do what i gotta do so that was cool uh and you know kind of continues on with just the same type of narrative of like just getting on the hood and really just trying to strive which really the first verse really does set up the chorus in terms of like 
uh, as he goes, cause ain't no next life. So now I'm trying to live my best life, live my best life. Cause ain't no next life. So I'm trying to live my best life. And it's really, really just super simple. But I think the simplicity of it really, uh, kind of drives home the message of like, I'm just trying to be happy because of what I've been through, because of what I've already expressed to you on the album so far that you've heard. These are the reasons that like, I'm just trying to live my best life. And I think it really just kind of follows suit. Um, even the second verse, you know, he goes off, let the past be the past, like a bitch with an ass. Let the time go, let it go. Just got to keep moving forward. Uh, left you for a homie with cash, came back as fatter, looking better than ever. Talking about getting back together homie i'm about to smash and i like i like how he's he's kind of just not like running back to these people who kind of i guess used them or whatnot and just left them for nothing kind of giving himself that like uh sense of like i guess pride and that that hopefulness inside of him which is a cool change given that a couple songs back he was just sleeping with whatever he like whoever and whatever was going on which i kind of i feel like there's that that that's where we're getting that change now like he kind of seems a little bit more call it sober call it more woke in a sense um so that was cool um i like how it i like when people say whatchamacallit i just i just like that i'm a bad whatchamacallit used to blow out the toilet after lockdown in the county smoking squares with my bunkie you type you the type to cry and yell out torny i don't really know what that means but i just like the whatchamacallit and how he kind of flows with uh the rest um, and I just feel like it kind of flows suit. Uh, it really just kind of still gives you that we kind of where I come from. This is what I had to do. And it was really cool. Really, really great. Uh, I do like the la la la's. Um, it gives off this like really happy vibe. This like, I'm now happy that I get to do some things with my life and not really feel trapped, not really feel, you know, maybe X, Y, Z, A, B, C. So it, it was cool. It was that nice little difference in terms of the, a lot of the weird, just in in his head type feels that we were getting. And then we get the chorus again, uh, you know, because I ain't no next life, so I'm trying to live my best life. And it was, it was cool. It was a nice different, it was a refreshing different sound and this happier vibe that I really enjoyed. I gave it a 4.2. All right. Um, I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, I just kind of like the juxtaposition of like the airy kind of loose beats uh, mixed with his harsh, again, bluntness in the way that he delivers the rest of the rhymes. I feel like he also spits in a way that's engaging. Um, I feel like there's some manic energy to like every lyric like it's it's and weirdly enough it's really flat like it doesn't feel like it's super tonal or super melodic it's more like he keeps it in a flat consistent way but he uses his emotions to really capture with every line and make it sound like every lyric really counts i don't know if you guys catch what i mean by that but as far as the sound goes it's a funner track i think weirdly enough on this album uh, so i give it a, a 4.35 because as much as it's a little funner it's a little out there it kind of is in a more jazzier direction which preference wise i like a little bit less than some of the earlier tracks we were getting on this project but on a quality front i think it's equally as good as the other ones like objectively speaking it's just like it's smart to have more than one kind of twist to your sound on an album right like otherwise it's kind of boring so i feel like this was a relevant and necessary move like there was no way to make an album that's good without having that kind of a twist in it 
Um, anyways, the next track on this album is called Negro Spiritual, featuring the homeboy JPEG. No, it's not. Oh, shoot, I'm skipping song, it. You know what I'm saying? It's the title track. Hold I just you know wanted, what I'm saying? I just wanted you to have that. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted get it you, right. I wanted, you get it right. I wanted you to feel cool. Uh, it just keeps up with the smoothness. Honestly, this is very similar in like core sound to the last one that we just had, mm -hmm. but even more spacey. And I like, I like it again because it it shows off a different style of his songwriting. How he can basically he builds the entire track around the line. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's a title track, and then line by line, kind of adds some context. I feel like you know, clock ticking. You know, they can't you can't be playing. You know what I'm saying? So each of these lines is going to give you like a little snippet into a core philosophy in his world. Got to get it how you live. No delaying. Both these things are kind of going through. Time's passing. We got to work. We got to focus. We got to be what it is. Time's hard. No, you can't give up. Like bad luck. Never get enough. What a shame. You the best. No less. Let no life gonna put you to the test. Player like you. Family no less. No God gonna put you to the test. Keep in mind after every line he just said, it goes, know what I'm saying. Know what I'm saying. Like it's the whole like It's like doubling thing. down and being like, look, you gotta, you gotta really think about it. So at the end of the day, all that is really just... Um, Life's gonna be hard. You still have to grind and you gotta do it with efficiency because time's passing out. But there's almost like this confidence and the self-assuredness in the way he delivers it all. Like it's like clock ticking. No, you can't be playing. I didn't get know that. what I'm saying. And I felt like he felt like free, like ready to move on with the world, like inside of himself. Like it's been hard, but he understands now the core way to like move with this world. So I see that. Um you ever like okay so i kind of felt like he may have been a little bit high and he's just talking to somebody and being like yo man the clock's ticking you know you can't be playing you know what i'm saying and it kind of just feels like that like he's having just this like really kind of like spaced out moment where he's just like like reassuring his friends or or just kind of being like yo guys 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 this, we, we got shit to do you know what i'm saying like can't keep like can't let life knock you down can't let this knock you down you gotta and i feel and, and that, that's kind of how i took the song it just kind of felt like this really just having a good time and a happy mood and he's just like keep it up guys like good job strong positive and it was it was really cool um i like uh what, what did we say obong jr I don't know how to say his name. Obong Jair. Um, I liked I like how he does the chorus. That really kind of stood out. It was very soft, but had this bassy tone to it. Um, I like how he goes, my guy, you no work, you no job. My guy, you blink once, you sober. You see this town, wait for nobody. My guy, just holler your composure. Uh, and when you're down, it gets cold, I know my guy don't stop now keep moving my guy don't stop now keep moving we moving and it's like it's really kind of just i think like it's reaching out to the people who feel like they really just have nothing they don't like they don't know what they're doing in their lives they're kind of just losing it all and i feel like he's reaching out with this and being like just keep going forward like whatever you feel is proper and a good way to get you out of that slump that that feel that mode that vibe whatever it is you know you can just you, you, you got this. Like, he's really just trying to instill strength in it. Um, anything for the second verse? I mean, I think it just kind of keeps going with it. I mean, you have the hook pointing out 
I mean, like doubling down, life's hard, but keep going, which is kind of ultimately what the verse is saying. And then hands dirty because I got it out the mud, backstabbed by somebody you love, everybody out here for thyself. You really think somebody else care? If it wasn't for that, wouldn't be this. To get rich, you gotta take a risk. On my on my own too, you know I gotta stand. And they say chances gotta make a champion. So I think this is just pointing out how chances are to achieve some kind of level of real success along the way you're going to get your hands dirty compromise have trust issues have people maybe not work out in the way that you hope it would you're get backstabbed or whatever and you'll realize along the way that in a lot nobody really cares that much outside of what's mutually beneficial and it's almost like you get a little jaded so in the first round uh, the first verse you're looking at like it's hard but you have to keep going in the second verse it's like it's hard because you're kind of on your own in this um but if you take those chances and you keep taking those risks you'll achieve and you'll become that champion it's just a way of kind of focusing you know then didn't know nothing but i do know this you know didn't know nothing but i do know this it's just kind of like all i know is if you keep going if you keep grinding if you keep pushing forward you'll make sense of it all which i think in a sense is the central theme of what this album's kind of been he has contextualized throughout each of these songs how hard it's been but also how he's made it through and how things are like almost better now so i really like this one in terms of the tone and really nice sonically my enjoyment i'm giving it another 4.35 because i found it similar to best life in sound but also really again distinct and cool and like when you have 11 tracks on your album and they don't sound the same that's a very good thing give it a 4.2 all right, now, Chris, with your permission, can we talk about Negro Spiritual? Now that it's the next song, yes. I can say is JPEG Mafia does the best hook on this album here. It's just, Adi's getting physical on the outside, looking spiritual, so hot for me. I took the back roads, I took the back seat, I met your back door. I just like it. It just, to me, it's like everyone's getting physical you know everyone looks a certain way or maybe it's kind of talking about the bravado and i say that because jpeg mafia seems to comment on that in general as he takes on his beta male look so he's clearly not right. into this alpha male approach right but, you know on the outside you're looking spiritual so it looks a certain way but it's hard for you because you kind of take the backgrounds you're doing your own thing you're going your own way in life which is a good example for a danny brown who let's be real like there's not a lot of like he's not copying other people he's right. not like trying to ride the wave he's trying to make his own thing and regardless of the wave and just put his reality down which is really respectable to me but i like how he goes like i'm on par like tiger with two white broads so he's i guess able to smash a lot of girls and people want him and find him desirable off three xanax drunk driving in a rental car He's a little reckless, acting kind of stupid because he's not really smart to drive drunk. And uh, I guess also pop Xanax and drive drunk. So that's also bad. Don't do that. Um, but I hit her with my best shot, like Pat Benatar. Hit me with your best shot. Oh. So I thought that was really funny. And because he's really wasted with the two white girls and he's going to jizz. He meant come semen, Chris. That's his best shot one got big tits one got ass like a centaur so i picture him now bashing the one with the nice ass one so a centaur is that the that's the horse man all right, all right. big just... ass nice titties she's like a mermaid centaur Jesus i've been hired mixed cialis with liquor and we on so he needs some pills to get his 
dig up again um i believe that's the cialis is anyway it's just kind of like putting on this again space out special except he's going into this whole like vibe of banging these girls pussy slippery like a winter road that's nice that's 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 have you ever hear that before like a winter road no but it's like it anyway go on well what is it chris i was gonna be stupid and just be like well it's cool because like you know there's ice in canada and i'm like yeah but there's like fucking winter everywhere i can else. assure you the the canadian vaginas i have entered have all been nice warm and gooey not so cold <laughs> well, <laughs> slippery they are slippery i didn't say they were dry uh getting head like winter gloves getting heated like winter gloves here we go nice do we have heated gloves do we get those are those real things oh i guess it's just regular gloves keep your hands warm well, but I want heated gloves no, now. Heated, but heated gloves, they're designed. I've had some. They're designed. It's like the hot paws. Mm. They're designed with. Do you guys it, have hot paws wherever you are? They take the. It basically just kind of takes the heat from your hands. And instead of just like putting it out of the glove, it just has like a. I would say like aluminum or not, not mm. aluminum, but like whatever type of coating before it goes. And it just kind of retracts it back into your hands. So it just consistently stays warm like an oven. Fair. It's cool. And then in the second verse, I think again, we've jumped ahead of when he's more like in a better condition than he was in the first verse. Although maybe not. Maybe he's just flossing the whole way through, right? Because at this point, it's like his life's a little better. And that whole first verse sounds pretty good. He's got a couple ladies he's having some good times. Right. Um, on my wrist is vintage and it's mint condition came a long way from not having a pot to piss in so back in the day well, hold on wait wait before we oh, okay i didn't know you we skipped the second verse pre-chorus you get what you ask for you get what you ask for i'm a little confused on that like when he said that when danny brown said that the first time i felt like he was like yo you fuck with me i'm gonna beat your ass up like that's kind of how i took it and i and i'm just i don't because you know he ends the first verse with who care what you say so you ain't slow uh who care what you say so, so you ain't slow people be quit playing people better quit playing bro for i blow a full foe make you exo so right off the bat i feel like right there he's kind of like yo don't fuck with me and then you get what you ask for you get what you ask for but then so i feel like maybe he was fucking some women shit kind of went sour people started kind of running some shit and then like i don't know like i'm a little bit confused on this track because it kind of sounds like i think you're just really overthinking that <laughs> i mean i think he's so like i'm up here my life is where it's at and you're just grabbing it all and then if you want to come step Maybe to he me got what he's asked for. but i mean like you, you have to like look at it in the context you've already got the whole album painting a big picture of what's going on and right. if you fit that into the big picture it makes total sense he's just kind of again expressing i'm over here and maybe some people are talking shit or whatever and then if you want to come to him you'll get taken out and you go and get what you asked for now that's interesting to me because on the one hand if you live a certain way this is like a whole lifestyle in this first verse too right like right. it's like the whole more fast living type thing he's describing maybe it's just painting it to that point where if you live that way you're gonna get you what you asked for then the second verse season tickets to the pistons cut crack on dishes every dream i have i live it people what's the business tell me what's happening came a long way from copping eights to a half a rack now in the latest fashion jacket made her crash hey so what i think Fuego is jacket as he's pointing out the successes and wins and kind of reflecting i've come a long way from this point out it's also like if you look at it uh you're gonna get what you ask for if you ask for these great things in life you're gonna get for them as much as it's the threat so it's almost like a big old double entendre there mm. 
Anyway, keep the same clothes for three days in the dope house. My knuckles so long, shit looked like a slinky. My person said he had a lick. Now he ain't even link me. Fuck. And then it just kind of it ends on this weird note of how, like, as you're going on, you know, people are kind of snaky and shit. And then I think, again, it's the open thread of be real with me. Don't fuck around. But also, you kind of get what you give. In a, in a way i don't know i really liked it i thought it was a great track i really i give it a 4.75 on 5 nice i gave it a uh, 4.2 um the next one on the track track number 10 is called shine what was the video game cheat code i referenced last week chris it was contra's cheat code street life contra ain't no cheat code I was like, the universe keeps connecting stuff, dude. Week over week connections. It's amazing. Contra cheat code. Bring it up randomly. Danny Brown brings it up the next week. What are the odds, Chris? Because you are like... Oh, no. Why'd you bring that up? And I'm like, I don't know, Chris. We didn't know at that time. It's because we were going to be able to reference it the following week with Danny Brown. And that's why I brought it up last week. Prophecy. Um, (laughs) I think this is my favorite song on the album Uh, the beat is ridiculous like really 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 ridiculous like it stands out it's completely different that like 19s but I keep it playing though let it inside dots into a window wood green wheel tell me how you really feel right past other kids yelling out bingo you know just it's not so much rappy but it's got more of a slower calmer pace to it where it feels serious in a mm. way where the rest of the album feels a little more manic and goofy in tone and flow i feel that i don't know man i just like shit like speaking codes so nobody know the lingo like life like a dice game ain't no casino street life contra ain't no chico every day on the line like a free throw shit, and i really like appreciate that because he's not even wrong right so as much as it might seem like slang is the only code or the streets had their own thing, yo, like corporate America has a whole, whole world. Chris knows all about that AHT, man. He knows all about that shit. I'm certain there's a retention right that he's heard about. Listen, Sales commission listen, numbers. My favorite Aber- corporate term is OOD. Okay. That's it. What is it? End of, no, EOD. End EOD. Of day. End of day is five o'clock. Yep. We need that shit in PPC. I was just quoting myself. Please check out his song. That I wrote a released. song called Jar- <laughs> Well, no. Plug I'm, right here. <laughs> I'm really, like, fascinated by how corporate slang is so accepted and cool. Like, it's so highbrow in a sense. So if you can... So I wrote a song that I was kind of inspired by, like, uh, Big LZ Bonics and how he broke down slang terms to hunkies like me. And I'm like, yo, what if I break down web marketing corporate jargon to everyone else? and just you kind of describe it and so i satirized a bit the software industry using their language but like it's true we we in corporate america will often speak in code using that jargon and it's because life is like a dice game and etc and you gotta be ruthless and what he's saying here as much as it might apply to like one line of life i feel like in a lot of ways a lot of the philosophy of what i see in the hip-hop genre has really helped me navigate corporate america because it's the same shit like corporate america is just like the streets except for maybe the violence part but the psychological attentiveness the ruthlessness the backstabbings the a lot of the things he's doing it's, it's just really cool but yo man there are some serious bars on this track right i like, like i was taught look out for your people meet heaven and you gotta know evil heart of a lion i have an eagle life is a mo- life a movie but ain't no sequel switch lanes is that new thing god 
part on the red line while I'm playing Flock of Seagulls. I just like the way he said it. I like... No, but I like... I mean, just what he's saying is powerful, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, there's consequences, and you got to live your life understanding that it's just what it is. It's a movie. It's amazing. It's grandiose. But there is no sequel. You've got this one. But it's more like, in the haystack, I was that needle. Like, I'm the great one. I made it. Hold it in, thinking no one will believe you. That's true. Lose it all in a second, like, me too. And I'm that, like... That, that, like, fucking The true. whole world is evil. And it's true, but, like... It's, the world is evil and that's like me too is a legitimate thing don't get me wrong i don't think he's trying to mock it i'm saying that the truth is your life if you make the wrong choices or you have a problem or whatever it, or just you have bad luck even you can lose it all in the way that me too can destroy a person's seriousness so it's a really cool self i found it like a really aware bar that i really enjoyed um then um chorus is or the pre-chorus is fine gotta get what's mine before i lose my mind uh, like I'm running out of time, shine light man, shine. And it almost feels like he's following up in the last couple of tracks where it's like, I gotta live my life to the fullest, good, bad, whatever it is. This is me and I'm gonna take the most out of these situations. Um, and then, I don't know, Blood Orange does the, the chor singy chorusy part, which is fine. Break down, lock down, run up on a ball. Uh, down the corner if you see me i'm a ball i didn't really mean i didn't really like the chorus that much it wasn't I, my favorite it sounded like really cool but yeah. the words part it was whatever i do i do appreciate the sound of it it was a lot it sounded a lot lower if i'm not mistaken to the um the rest of the song uh it had more uh it just kind of felt more distant like disconnected and but i think the point of it was to try to just like give you this moment of like kind of thinking to yourself but as well also kind of following along because like breakdown lockdown run up on a ball um nothing that they used to down on the corner if you see me i'm a ball it's kind of the same like, like type of lyrics just like what we've been getting but i feel that the way they're being presented it kind of just hits you differently at least for myself so i think i thought it was cool i thought the chorus did, did a nice job on this song yeah, and then you got the second verse, which I really like the way he plays up on that A. Like, A, got a ball if you fall. In assistant that's designed, one strike, take it all. A, so, all I take, one call, pray you lose it all. On second, all gone. But it's interesting, right? Like, the stakes are so high, it's so easy to lose everything. Which is, right. he's probably really familiar with loss. And this is almost like his comeback, in a sense. Because right. he had some hard times in life. Uh, hey, you know, you feeling all alone, but who gone turn to when things go wrong? Hey, it's the plot all along. Push you down the wrong path. The statistics are showing. So it's almost That's like cool. a lot of the, the, the manic ways people live, a lot of the lifestyles that end up getting indulged are systematically created. Like it's, it's like everyone's life is engineered into this manic drug crazed world. Kind of really like, it kind of really makes you think about the whole, like your destiny is written type shit like i know that's like a stretch but in a sense if we're all systematically oppressed to kind of go down a certain route no matter what you do it's like it's bad yeah news. my destiny's already fucking written it's for me it's not quite like that because then I, it's like you look on the other end of it where he takes the rest of the verse to kind of say but i discovered the truth that everyone was lying to me and so i'm right. gonna use my use my like whatever uh to share the truth of the situation why they buy the diamonds in the car with the shiny chrome you know it's like questioning this like why do people keep doing this stuff my fault all alone in the scheme of it all because he probably contributed with his younger music pushing this thing you know played like a bong had to stay strong got my head above water had to keep moving on had my head above water had to keep moving on 
it just ends with this like strong end point like yeah everything was fucked even i was maybe part of it once upon a time but now i'm able to go clean now i gotta focus and i'm able to keep myself proper and then it right. plays through and it just kind of ends with that little outro the dream is realized my heart skips a beat i'm tying my feet the baby can't sleep defeat the sun reach the furthest relax the weed is uncertain my men attack faxes unlocked dresses and tied mine could explode time to cut ties and it's almost like as you're achieving your world you have to cut ties to the past and things that may have held you back once upon a time and ultimately i thought this song was brilliant i thought it was just one of my favorites that i've heard on the entire album so far I, I can't even describe how much i like it i gave it a five on five it's one of the best it's my favorite song on this album nice <clears throat> i landed at a 4.3 i really enjoyed it i really thought it was cool um but i think there's a certain like you have to like a certain sound to also really like give a lot of these like a five on five to me or like a higher i feel like that's me. the case all the time for everything you have to like it to give it a five on five i mean that's fair 4.3 <laughs> all right uh there's one more track on this project for us to discuss today and it's combat chris i'm gonna freaking take you out you through mortal combat all right chris how do you feel about the final song on this album combat i think it was a really cool way uh to kind of wrap up the album in a way of how i kind of look at it was he was expressing that the the the, the whole place that he kind of grew up and where he comes from and just everything that we kind of live in is just a big combat zone mm. um it's kind of just like you always have to kind of just be on your feet really be ready to go uh, the intro of the song goes 12 gauge shotguns. I seen 12 gauge um, pumps already. Like, Hold on. can we just point out this is the second beat produced by Q Tip on this album, and I believe he's an executive producer on the project. Go on. Absolutely. Uh, actually, following up on that, this song does kind of sound a lot more old schooler for me, though. Like compared to all the beats on the album, this one sounds a lot more boom bappy, uh, old schoolish, kind of more like I would say '90s than anything modern for for what I hear. Um, but following that, the song starts off like I said, 12 gauge shotguns. I seen 12 gauge um, pumps. You're already kind of getting like this grimy image of like what is what's kind of going on and what's kind of happening. And then Danny Brown just comes right in and goes, uh, I don't give a fuck. I could tuck a cat off the back of a fish truck. Tell him, tell me what's up. All about the game, so I'm hunting big buck. Big big buck, big butt, slim waist, and her and her hair long. Pass it down to make me look like an heirloom. It's like he he's still really consistent. He's still coming in with that same energy. But I like how he goes, it's all about games, so I'm hunting big buck. First thing on his mind was money, and it's like But when you're hunting game. You kill deers, big buck. That too. Um, so I like that, how he's like put in kind of money first. And it's kind of, it's, it's like, it's not just him. It's like an overall concept. Like this is what the combat zone is. You got to work. You got to fight for your money. You got to fight for what you want. Big butt. You got to fight for that girl that you want to be with. Because there's the next man who's trying to do the same, right? So it's it, it was really cool. He kind of, I feel like he just kind of connected a lot of this, a, a lot of those type of things there. Um, I like when he goes boss up and shake down, get it jumping like a techno beat, like a techno breakdown. Night young and we getting started. Let me walk on yard at the Bursary Bridge party. Um, I don't know what a Bursary Bridge party is, but I do like that in the way he was presenting these type of lines. It didn't. It, it kind of the beat was changing with it, and and the way that he kind of flowed with it too was super super cool. And I really noticed that. That was that was something I really enjoyed. 
um but i feel like that's just kind of what the energy of the overall song was about you have anything on verse one i mean i feel like you were absolutely right like this album i'm gonna say this track wraps up the album kind of justifying like how he got into the life he got into by kind of breaking down the environment where you're coming from you know Mm. Uh, you know got smoke of course going up fireworks on the fourth is a good line right got smoke being like beef complications whatever but also the results of firework going up on the fourth apparently i could be smoking weed hold, hold up if we want to talk about climate change issues here for a second um fireworks are really bad for the environment and maybe we should all give up fireworks for the sake of the planet all those eco-friendly peoples out there just saying campaign against the fourth of july and fireworks i couldn't care less bonnie likes fireworks i was okay with not seeing them used to chop up grounds on my grandma's faucet pay me what it cost i ain't trying to hear offers like i'm gonna do what i gotta do make that money and then, you know, Q-Tip and Danny Brown are on the hook. What is it? What it is? What you know about came a long way from that dope house. So it again has that core theme of like looking back on the past. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's about the environment. and You know, the attitude of when you're young. All I cared about was stacks on the stage and it's time to re-up and my partner got his hash. Ain't rocket science class. Ain't trying to pass math. 12 grams on a scale. Watch me do arts and crafts. You know, like... It's not complicated. It's real simple. I got my basics, but I'm going to make magic out of what I have. Tripped over to crack, crippled by circumstance. People got to get face the facts, make this world your own. Sun sprinkled light for the mega marathon. Trying to live on through my music. The future influence, the next to do it. The odds are against you, kiddo. Life want everything from you like a divorced widow. Trying to, trying to get it like the next person want beef. You know, fuck around and end up a vegetable. Trying to give you a little game. Get some, get locked, get out, and back again. And it feels like he's in almost like the vein of what we've seen a lot in this genre. Migrating from this drug moves to the music to treat almost like the music, like the drug game in the way that he's putting it out at the mm-hmm. end of it. And life's going to be hard and you got to get focused. But I really like that want beef. You're going to fuck around and end up a vegetable line. Because it's like, here's the thing. If you want to have beef with me or just in general, if that's the world you want to end up with, you'll end up as a vegetable, which is like a person who's kind of crippled or handicapped. Which is the complete opposite of what beef is too. So that's Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And then I kind of like the end when they're like, it's a combat zone. Every well, this is one. verse three. It's, There's four verses on this. It's, I don't know if I really call that a verse. They just repeat the same shit pretty much well, the whole I mean, way through. There's a bit of changes, but it's more like an interlude. Fair enough. It's a combat zone. Every female on their own, red top, blue top, get the green on the block. And it's pointing out, everybody's out there. Everybody's trying to get that bag. Well, that's cool because red top, blue top, blood crips, get the green on the block. They're all kind of coming for the same thing. Just get the money, get the yeah. whatever. And then, you know, trying to get that bag, cash that lick. So everyone's trying to do whatever, trying to serve from 12. It never fails when you're going through hell. And I feel like it's just saying, so while you're feeling like this, on top of that, everybody else is feeling like that. And there's some complications that arise. Right. And then you get the last verse here where it's like, listen, all that person want was a Chevy and some Dayton's. Wasn't thinking about no lawyer. Fuck saving. And that's an, it's Dayton's. In, yeah. From that track we did. Dayton's. Uh, but uh, basically... Uh, it's an interesting point that when you did get the money, when you should be saving for lawyers or what's going to inevitably happen when you maybe get clipped and you need some good legal whatevers. Right. On the other hand, 
blowing it all on cars and whatnot you know didn't know we'd see them horrors like Wes Craven hook jumping out the vans throw us on the pavement so you know you're getting arrested having some situations locked up with dirty white boys on musty praying for probation hope I get lucky court appointed lawyers gotta stay copping put you in predicament that's their only option so when you're living that whole life if you're not prepared for it you get locked up you get to, to go through the system it's really bad and then it just kind of ends with you going to prison I mean, kind of commenting like how the fuck are you supposed to take it, it carry your kids from the pen it's the life that we chose friends become foes the person snitched on everybody knows some don't know how to stick to the code nobody trusts that's all the way life goes so at the end of the day because in this world there's going to be snitches and all this other stuff you know it's really fascinating about snitches so i've been looking a little bit into people well there's this channel Valuetainment, and the dude's been basically reviewing a bunch of old-timey mobsters, like guys who are retired, guys who have been out of jail type shit. Apparently, all these dudes are selling their story and trying to make money, doing all these interviews and whatnot. It was an interesting phenomenon. Back in the day, a lot of this traffic uh, charges or whatever would give you like 7, 10 years. So this no snitching code was like really, really a real thing, and everybody like followed it. And then all of a sudden, the charges were like 30 years to life type things. And right. all of a sudden... All the OGs who lived by the code started singing like a bird. And this is in all ethnic group styled mafia gang things. This happened everywhere. It was the Italians. It was the street gangs. It was everybody. All the top guys started snitching. Not the, not the soldiers. The soldiers, they brainwash with this code thing. No, of course. And then everybody snitches. And the, 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 not like everybody. Obviously, there are people who don't snitch. But leaders in these gangs tend to be the ones that snitch the most like it's crazy dude dudes whoever girls there's some more women that watch these days john Gotti jr the yep. son of the mafia guy yep. and other dudes like sammy the bull and all these guys they have like facebook beefs where they publicly diss each other and make videos about each other like we're talking about real life old school mobster guys who are basically middle-aged men new to facebook acting like our parents on the internet getting mad and stuff and it's goofy that's all i'm trying to say is if you because you know what the thing is man all these mafia guys right are on all these interviews telling everybody about everybody right there's no like where's the code at it just seems like at the end of the day even the guys on the rhymes you're kind of just describing stuff it's in a sense i'm not saying it's all snitching but i mean so the only thing i could say is like i guess it's easier to be like i'm a hard gangster when it's like seven to ten years you're like uh you know if but you're 20 i'll be 30 but it's like the, the the years it seems like everyone yeah snitching. i mean 30 years bro if you're 20 and like, 30 you're 50 i bring this up because obviously six nine is the hot topic of debate and everyone's like easy whatever snitching g codes whatever all i'm saying is I think a lot more people would snitch given the prospect of life in jail than not. Like, we're talking about life? I don't know, man. That's not like you're coming home one day to the peoples. Now, maybe y'all have G-codes and y'all live a certain life, and I'm not trying to imply that that's bad. I'm saying if you are honorable like that, I respect it. I would like to think that faced in the moment, I would not be a snitch. But I've also never had somebody say you're facing life in prison. This person is their life worth more than mine you know like that's really what it comes down to and it's really complicated but i do think in general one should not be a snitch because it's bad i used to snitch out people at work by accident because i talked too much 
that's not good so i understand the point of being a snitch being a very bad thing and i don't think anyone should snitch i'm just saying it's a surprising number of top profile people who like to snitch and a lot of it has to do with the fact that the top guys don't actually commit the low crimes so like apparently stuff like the idea of getting like uh promoted in the mafia required killing somebody that's that's a fabrication well no so, they just need somebody dead so they get the newbie to do it and no but like caught, there used to be this like newbie. illusion in the mob that to get promoted to become a capo or whatever to get like i don't remember what the term is you had to commit a murder and that was like the lore of it. So you would assume all these top guys all committed a murder. They, everybody had to do oh, it. Oh, but they really didn't. Yeah. And, okay, 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 anyway. okay. And then you get the end and it just kind of describes, uh, you know, Q-Tip and this consequence guy describing the guns and the situations they've seen in their uh, hood. And then kind of ending like pretty soon, you know, the hood's going to somehow get a freaking atom bomb in their efforts to Beer like... can grenades, bro. I know. It's crazy. Um, I thought it was a cool way to end the album. I thought it or was. Or is it a beer can bazooka? What the fuck? Okay. You know, it's crazy, but basically, it's what you call it. But you create mechanisms and no, of actual weapons out of innate objects. I love this as a closer. I think it's a cool kind of context setter for the whole album. Like you think what you will about me, but keep in mind, I'm just one person from this world and this is the world that's still out there. And there are many more people like me out there who need help, who need awareness kind of thing. I think it's really positive in a, in a way. Uh, so I gave it another 4.5 on five for to, to end up this album. For me, the song, I gave it a 4.3. I thought it was cool. <clears throat> I liked, uh, I really enjoyed the beat. I really, I didn't really feel like the lyrics themselves are actually kind of like super duper different than what we were getting, but I do think that they did wrap up the album properly and in terms of like, um, ending it on the fact of like, it's a combat zone and then going through everything on the album, uh, since we're just kind of moving into that, it's like you, you hear track one to 10 and then you get to track 11 and he's like, this is a combat zone. And it's like, you can't really argue him. You can't really have an opinion about it because he just gave you 10 fucking tracks explaining why it was. And that's how I really thought it was super cool. It's like, this is what I, I, I basically explained to you why this is what it is, like what the world I kind of live in is like. And now I'm just gonna tell you what it is. And, and that's point final. It, it was super cool for me. Um, I really enjoy the production. I really enjoy the lyrics. I really enjoy the presentation. It was a really cool first look, a uh, full look at Danny Brown for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really impressed. Really, really impressed. Um, the album itself though landed a 4.1 on five for me. I mean, I think this album is a fucking classic. And I, I say that for my versions of what I would call to be a classic as in a timeless experience where five years from now, I'm going to still put this project on and think it's of the same quality it is. And maybe you might go, how do you know that? And maybe I'm wrong. That is possible. But there's an authenticity and uh, to both the lyrical content, the delivery and the musicality of this album that to me makes it stand, stand out amongst the different projects i've heard this year the lyrical content was something powerful that you can relate to it's like it's like you can tell based on what he's describing that danny brown has lived through some insane experiences in his life you can tell that his emotions are deep and powerful and that none of this is just faked right right unlike a lot of people who might be talking about very similar things for the sake of the dollar 
And in a sense, you can tell it because for him, it's a struggle to get to the same place other people might be at. Right. Um, plus, he's like 38, dropping this intense, emotional, intelligent album. But uh, I think that also plays like a like I think that also has a factor in it. Like, the older you get, you know, the more. I guess the the music you produce may be a little bit different. Well, I, I would hope. I would. I would love to think because I, I would like. In, in my hope is you get older and you start rhyming different. That's why I'm not as thrilled with a couple of Eminem's most recent era features. Album, whatever. His era features was just him whining about his career. It was hard for me to get behind because he's like so doing so well. Mm -hmm. You shattered records on Killshot. Your career is doing fine. The numbers even say you're the coolest kid in town. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um, either way, uh, I think that from like a track to track level, each song is different and creates this experience of like you just want to to hear it you, you and you don't get bored because each song brings something new in emotions and tone to the table while danny brown remains consistent in the way he delivers throughout the project not to say like all the flows are the same but this consistent in a quality sense that's just amazing to listen to the features are sparse and well done mostly for hook purposes and it really works it gives it makes it makes it really a danny brown experience i gave the album a 4.5 nine on five and it's it's up there with my favorite projects i've heard this year it would probably make my top 10 list at the end of the year i'd be surprised at this point in october if many things are going to top this but we don't know benny the butcher did say tana talk four is coming i'm just throwing that out there anyway i really like the album i think i would highly recommend it to a lot of people and if you don't like it that's totally fine but i still think it's an interesting example of how hip-hop is evolving and moving in new directions and staying very alive and becoming like almost a new iteration of something more not to say more interesting but interesting because it's able to stay alive and revive itself in this new artistic expression you know like and maybe it's just rehashing some old stuff but i feel like the genre lines are getting more and more blurred with the music behind it making it cool anyway maybe i'm just talking on my ass we'll end this one here then so thank y'all for watching totally appreciate you being here with us for those of you that made it to the end y'all the real mvps feel free to leave a comment letting us know what you thought about anything that you saw in this review feel free to like the video if you liked it if you do leave a comment we'll be totally answering you in the comment section because that that makes it more fun and uh subscribe to the channel for more reviews uh special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prado jonathan barnes dj black hurricane linda williamson coney sparks they support what we do help us get a new camera get to tell us what albums they want us to review and uh, they're gonna help us get a website and a few other cool things because well it just helps to have some stuff coming in to offset some of the costs we'll say so if you want to support us and get to the next level you can help us out like that and uh i make music we make music i got an album coming real soon you'll be able to check that out on this channel in a live stream on the 16th of october so watch for that everybody y'all are awesome live long prosper and let's hope that vr reality lets us connect in an amazing way soon bye guys